Hello and welcome to the Rope Access and Climbing Podcast. I am your host, Mikey Stevenson, and today I'm going to be talking to you about rescue training. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about rescue training and the importance of this subject within the rope access industry. If this is your first time here, please make sure to follow us. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to hit the subscribe button. If you are back, well, welcome. Always a pleasure to have you back. In training, one of the things I ask my upgrades, both my level 2 upgrades, my level 3 upgrades, as well my level 3 research, uh, one of the questions I ask them all the time is, when was the last time they did any sort of rescue training? Now, majority of the time when I ask this question, the answer is my last assessment. Now, for an upgrade from 1 to 2 or 2 to 3, that could be a year or just over a year. Um, but for a reserting level three, we're talking two and a half, three years ago, maybe even more than that, since the last time they actually conducted any sort of rescue training. Now, just like anything that we do in the world, if we do not do, we do not retain. So my topic today is talking about just that. So when was the last time I trained? Well, um, unlike many of you, as a rope access instructor, I spend a lot of time in the training center and I do a lot of training myself. Even when I'm teaching level ones, I will take some of the higher end level ones, put them in, uh, I'll put them in a weird position and I'll go rescue them myself. Um, I got to keep up with my skills as much, if not more than anybody else as an instructor, uh, making sure that I am up to speed with everything and the changes within the industry of the best practices is extremely important. Now, for a field level technician, you know, knock on wood that uh, rescues do not happen very frequently. However, that's why we need to do rescue training and make sure that we are ready for those events if they ever do present themselves. How often should one train? This is really up to the individual. Um, depends on how much training you've had prior um, there is no set number should be every six months should be every year every 18 months I don't have an answer for you um, everyone will be different and it really depends on how well you take in knowledge uh, yourself so it's going to be a person-to-person -person, uh, situation and that's something that you have to understand yourself and also go out of the box and make sure that you talk to your your supervisors and talk to your bosses and stuff and try to figure out ways that you can work that into your schedule. Now, there are plenty of training companies out there and the training centers. If you rally together, you may be able to get some open gym nights. I know that there's a couple gyms in Canada that do open gym nights. And these are perfect opportunities to go out on your own time and just better yourself as a technician and Make sure that you are up to speed um, with the changing times. Now, three years is a very long time, as I've said plenty before. Doing rescue training for time, is this something that we should consider? Well, first of all, no. First, start out with good technique and understanding technique. Um, if you're coming in to do your level two or your level three certification and you're walking out with sore arms and sore elbows, uh, you're definitely not doing it correctly. Now, don't get me wrong. You will be sore from training, 
but um, you shouldn't be blowing your elbows out uh, doing picks. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with strength. It's all about technique. As myself, being a small individual, um, I've had to really emphasize that technique and skills-based side of it, not the strength-based side of it. Now, worrying about time. Well, any time that you were to do a rescue in the real world, time is not on your side. So time is something to consider over time, but not initially. So first, learn the technique and be proficient with the technique. Then start timing yourself and figuring out how long it actually takes to do something. For somebody that doesn't train a lot, you know, if we're talking 15 to 20 minutes for a standard rescue, you are well within the acceptable time frame. However, in the real world, 15 to 20 minutes could be a big difference on the final outcome of the situation. So keep that in mind. You got to train a lot to be proficient. How important is it to train? I think I've touched on this already quite a bit today. Um, it's, it's second to none. You need, you need to train. You need to practice. Um, we need to start being able to demonstrate what we preach. Now, we always preach that we're the safest method access. We are a self-rescue team. Um, and we're able to overcome any situation that we put ourselves into. It is also our legal obligation as supervisors to be able to rescue any individual out of any situation that we put them in. That's our obligation to our workers. Now, you can't just have wool over your eyes and just say, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll come get you. That's not good enough. You have to have a thought out rescue plan and understand what you're actually doing and how you're actually going to be able to get that individual out. Now, for myself, I am about 140, maybe 150 pounds on a big day. Um, I really have to pay attention to that too. Now, majority of my workforce is much larger than I am. So thinking about those rescue plans, executing good rigging plans to make sure that I have a good plan to be able to extract that person is extremely important. Now, my model here is if I can rig the job without a harness, 90% of the time I can do the rescue without a harness. Now, don't get me wrong. I always have a harness on anytime that I have technicians on ropes. That is a mandatory thing for myself. However, the thought process going into that is just that. If I can rig it without a harness on, there's a chance that I'll be able to rescue without that harness. Why isn't there more training in rope access? This really comes down to a cost factor and a time factor. Most people don't have the ability to step away from what they're doing on the work side to focus on the training side. Also a cost factor here, companies don't want to take you away from the work so you can actually go and train. Um, the more time that you're away from the actual work front is less money that the company is making. So going back on the conversations I've had about professional development, this is something that we as technicians have to take on ourselves so we can better ourselves and be more proficient. I'd really like to see a decrease in the inconsistency in the rope access industry as a whole. What I want to see is people taking rope access and their profession seriously and that they outsource training and 
us as an industry will be better in the long run. Finally here, should organizations mandate training? I think we're a long ways away from that from right now. I think that right now we have to outsource that ourselves, outsource that professional development stream. However, as an organization, it's really hard for them to mandate that because that really comes down to the membership and the, the companies within those uh, organizations to come together and agree on that. Would I like to see that? Absolutely. I would love to see that uh, come within our industry, but I think we're a long ways away from that. What that would look like, I don't know. I know that uh, IRATA has started to mandate um, annually instructors and assessors have to go to workshops every year. Um, myself uh, within the ACMG and the CAA uh, to maintain your certification, you also have to do professional development annually. And I think this is a really good start to our industry. Now, rope access is not there yet, but one day maybe we will. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure to hit the like button and subscribe. If you're listening to this on a podcast, absolutely make sure to follow us. So I'd just like to let you know that there's uh, plenty more of these episodes coming your way over the next few weeks. I'll be releasing new videos every Sunday. All right, till next time.